Point out the colors in you. I see them too, and boy, I like them. I like them. I like them. We way too fly to partake in all this hate. We out here vibing. We vibing. We vibing. Alexa, play Ariana Grande. Okay. With Amazon Music, a voice is all you need. Get tens of millions of songs. Download the Amazon Music app today. Blog Talk Radio. On tonight's episode of Confession Session. Trump's racist nonsense has gotten the attention of Jay-Z, who decided to speak on Trump's distastefulness. Jamel Hill is leaving SportsCenter. And Roland Martin did not play Randy for him. What's good, you guys? This is your host, Angel Vandrina. And I'm your host, John Othello, and you're listening to the one and the only Confession Session. <laughs> <laughs> I like your too, and you are listening to Oh, <laughs> I, was I feel like my voice always does that when I'm talking to you. It always just randomly cracks for no reason. I don't know, man. What's going on? No, nothing much. How is your Sunday? Um, my Sunday was kind of, you know, it was just pretty, Just I was just running around. We had to do some things this morning. I'll tell you about that later on uh, after the show. Okay. And um, it was really fun. Um, sorry, guys. I'll share later. But um, other than that, yeah, I probably spent most of my morning out, like, shopping for little things. And, um, yeah, other than that, went to go grab a couple items to eat. Then I went to the grocery store to go get some food for the house, mostly vegetables and fruit. I love like yes and just like a lot of watermelon and a lot of like grapes and mango smoothies and other things that stand out and um and let's see and just had, got me a couple items and that was it but oh my god yesterday I had so much fun with my little sister she came over to the house y'all we had a good time we had a good time we played some games the same game that I want to uh, have Jim play go to Vegas, but also, it's a game that she also got called Five Second Rules, and in five seconds, you have to, like, name, like, I don't know, like, they say, like, name three primates, you know, and, like, you have this five seconds that you have to name them, and my dumb ass, I was like, cow. (laughs) 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 My Angelina and my husband later was like, oh, my God, monkey. Name three monkeys, damn it. Like, oh, I don't know. I didn't know what the fuck a prime. I thought they was talking about some type of prime rib, but, like, what are you talking about? So, I didn't know what the fuck a prime rib was either. I'm glad you said that. I was like, what was wrong with that question? Well, I, I, think, right. I, think, I think it's just mammal in general, so I would have said the same thing. Like, shit, I was right, exactly. about a <laughs> like, like, and then it was so funny. My sister, I was like, name three continents. Her ass is like... Um, she's like ketchup, mustard, onions. I was like Angelina. She was like, <laughs> I was like Angelina. I said continent. She's like, oh, I thought you said condiments. Like, girl, that shit had me dying. So it was a whole lot of fun playing that game. And if you guys haven't uh, like tried Five Second Rule, it's really fun. You should definitely try it. It is like really, really fun. Otherwise, that was like pretty much my weekend. How was yours? What did you do? 
of course, work, and of course, just tired as hell in general, really sleepy. I don't know, I like, because it, it's raining outside, too, like, oh, so I was having some connection issues before the show, but it's just, like, it's been, like, all to all, all day, so it's just kind of strong down here, it just mm-hmm. slows everybody down, makes you really tired, so, yeah. you know, a nigga like me is I hear you. go to bed, go to bed, go to sleep. <laughs> oh, me too, me okay. too. But I have something I have to do after the show, and I'm actually going to, um, that's what I'm confessing my love for this evening, so I will let you guys know that later on in the show. But before we get started, make sure you guys check us out on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, SoundCloud, and of course this podcast from Law Talk. Send us your confessions at confessions, the number two, us at gmail.com. And do not forget to like us, comment, rate, subscribe. Don't forget to tag us in the drama, y'all. Now, Jeanne, would you like to go ahead and hit them with that? Young, L.O., confessional, sessional, questional of the day. Yes, confessional, sessional, questional. What would you like to see come back that you feel would be helpful in your community? Again, what would you like to see come back that you feel would be helpful in your community? In your community? And let's get started with those confessionals. All right, you guys, first confessional, um, and this is according to People.com, the latest subject of Donald Trump's ire on Twitter is Jay-Z. Hours after Jay-Z said the president's reported shithole country's remark was hurtful, during an interview with CNN, uh, CNN's The Van Jones Show, Trump tweeted his response to the 2018 Grammy Award. I'm free. interview which aired... Saturday night, the rapper expressed disappointment toward the leader of the free world. The um, Trump's comments about improving the unemployment rate for African Americans. Clearly tuning in, Trump tweeted on Sunday, somebody please inform Stacey that because of my policies, black unemployment has just been reported to be at the lowest rate ever recorded. Uh, when asked by host Jones about Trump referring to African countries as shithole countries, Jay-Z harshly criticized the president. Uh, he said, it is disappointing and it's hurtful. It, it's really hurtful. Uh, the father of three said, everyone feels anger, but after, because looking down at a whole population of people, and it's so misinformed because these places have beautiful people and beautiful everything. Adding, this is the leader of the free world. Speak it like this. Somewhere along his lineage, something happened to him. Something happened to him, and he expressing it in this sort of way. So for international outrage when he reportedly slammed African nations and Haiti during a discussion in the Oval Office about immigration. Why do we want all these people from shithole countries coming here, he asked, according to Senator Dick Durbin, who is a Democratic senator of Illinois. Um, and during his interview uh, with Jones, the Rock Nation founder also expressed how he feels it's unacceptable for Trump to say terrible things but put money in our pockets. Um, and it claims that unemployment for African Americans has declined. It's not about money at the end of the day. Money doesn't equate to happiness. It doesn't. That's missing the whole point, Jay-Z said. You treat people like human beings. That's the main point. It goes back to the whole thing. Treat me really bad and pay me well. It's not going to lead to happiness. It's going to lead to, again, the same thing. Everyone is going to be sick. Um, the unemployment rate for African Americans was 6.8% uh, percent in December, the lowest since 1972, when the federal agency began crunching the numbers 
Byrate, Bureau of Labor Statistics. Jones also had some choice words for Trump at Rock Nation's pre-Grammy brunch on Sunday. Before the interview aired, telling people, what's happening now is going to make the Harlem Renaissance look like a little twinkle in the sky. A supernova of black excellence, black achievement, black expression, artistically in music and cinema and activism and politics. So people call us the resistance when the resistance is Trump. Trump is the resistance. He's trying to resist what we're doing. What we what we're doing is amazing. You're right. What we're what we're doing is absolutely amazing. Jay Z is a hundred percent accurate. You know, it, it, we're angry, but after the anger, you know, we're really hurt because this is the way somebody who is the president of the United States is talking about other people. I mean. There's no fucking way that Barack could have said, oh, them shithole trailer parks, you know what I'm saying? Like, without getting the most backlash, like, damn near impeached, like, you know what I'm saying? It would have been crazy. So the fact that, you know, Trump is offended and they're coming for him on Twitter, Twitter, tell Jay, can somebody please tell Jay-Z the black unemployment rate? Bitch, I've been here a job before your ass is in office. What the fuck right. are you talking about? So, I don't know what the hell Donald Trump deal is. I definitely feel like something happened to him. Maybe a black man stole his woman at one time or another. But he needs to get over that shit because he's acting like a damn fool. And to come after Jay-Z, really, Donald, really? Is, is that really a smart move when he has moves that he can make to really, like, you know, get a group to join together and get this shit really cracking. Like, please stop. Just stop. Yeah. Just get your orange ass on somewhere else and, and stop coming for our people, period. Like, it's so yeah. fucking, it's so redundant. It's annoying now, you know? Like, get your shit together. Come for your people, fool. Come for your, how yeah. many white motherfuckers uh, are now have a job because of you? Like, okay, can you, let's speak on the white folks. Like, what are you doing? Boy, don't make me. Don't make me. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> no, seriously. And um, I agree it is redundant, but at the same time, we shouldn't get used to it. You know, I'm not, I know, I'm not surprised I know. by his comments, but it doesn't make it any less offensive and um, definitely not okay. Um, I'm just waiting for the motherfucker to get impeached. Um and I'm glad that Jay Z for you know I know he's getting a lot of he's got a lot of flack in the in the past for not being as like open when it comes to like Black Lives Matter and different mm-hmm. stuff. But they say that him and Beyonce donate a lot behind the scenes, which is what I feel like you should do. You know, business people they really should not be on the forefront trying to be activists because at the end of the day you have to bring the money. You have to make the money mm-hmm. to pour, pour back into our communities and pour back into yeah. our charities. Um, mm-hmm. But it sucks. It really does. And I'm glad now that we are getting to the point, you know, um, like Dan Jones was saying, who I love, by the way, I think he's super dope. But um, he said we're, we're starting a whole new black renaissance, and he's talking about, like, the Rock Nation brunch. And I saw mm-hmm. it yesterday. Oh, my God. Were you able to see the pictures from the Rock Nation brunch yesterday, which is no. like a pre-Grammy party? Oh, well, they was fucking killing them. Oh, my God. Cassie and uh, Diddy won hands down. Like, they came in so dramatic just fucking doing it. She had her little black Sunday brunch hat cocked to the side, honey. 
looked like she's on the way to church. They was, they was looking good as far like it reminded me of the funeral thing. I don't know if you ever saw um, American Gangsta. I feel like I've talked about this on the show before, but it's like one of my favorite movies, be, specifically because of in the beginning, like the funeral scene and seeing how like well everyone looked and and it was sort of like black excellence, even though they were all drug dealers and stuff. But it was just like how they were moving and everyone was just like really quiet and just paying respects and. You know what I'm saying? I, mm-hmm. It was everything. But um, I am proud of how black people are as of recently coming together, you know, and doing the right things. Like, we are putting yeah. our money where our mouth is, you know. We're, we don't have to sit here and talk about boycotts and shit like that. We just don't support, you know. Like, with the whole H&M thing, I was listening to um, this podcast, Getting Grown with Jane and Kia, and she was saying how, like, H&M stores just be dead now, like, and I think that's just, I think that is so beautiful. Like, and it didn't have to, we didn't have to say, like, this outrage of, like, national protest and we need to, don't go to these stores. It's just niggas are not fucking with H&M. Like, literally. Yeah. And she said she was, she went, she didn't go to H&M, but she was, like, passing by and she saw, like, on a Friday night. And she was like, nobody was in that motherfucker. Like, and mm-hmm. they, they need to realize, like, our buying power and realize yeah. what they're doing because they don't respect us. Over you know? a trillion dollars. And, and it's, and it's uh, yeah, and it's fine because we're going to keep doing the same shit. Oh, you have this is how you feel? I'm glad you let me know because now you're done. You're done. Papa John's, H&M, exactly. all y'all bitches, you can go. Like, we're finished. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. I know that's right. All right, you guys, we're going to go ahead and be done. No, I'm just kidding. We're going to go ahead and move on to that next topic. All right, y'all. I know y'all all want to see this show come back. Hey, you know, I'm just kind of sitting here. But I can't. Now I am. Now I'm just like. Enough. Y'all get it. So, anyway, fans <laughs> of the 1992 cult classic could be making its way back to television, according to Martin Lawrence's fiance, Roberta. Now, she revealed that <clears throat> the alleged reboot on Instagram with the star of the show weighing in on the possibility. She posted on Instagram, got word from my fiance that my favorite show might be coming back. And um, she put the eyes like, mm, like you know, y'all know the emoji eyes, like, oh, like, you know, I don't know, really, like, you know, the emoji eyes, y'all get it. And Martin Lawrence, he commented underneath that with his emoji eyes. Now, it's true. It'll be interesting to see how the cast rounds out after 20 years since this last episode. As we know, Thomas Ford died in 2016, and there was also that sexual harassment case between Martin and Tisha Campbell. Um, that caused the two not to appear together in any scene during its last season. If done, fingers crossed, it's done right. Now, this is crazy because this news just recently came out just a couple of days ago. But I actually have a Facebook friend who um, I've been friends with him for a little while now. And 
you know, um, he, he's funny as hell, actually. And he, um, like, he has been on the Maury show a couple times before. And um, he's also, um, like, he do funny videos and stuff. Now, he don't have a whole lot of people that's his, you know, his friends and stuff. But he actually got called to audition maybe about a month ago um, to do the audition for the Martin Lawrence. Well, what is, what is his name? His name is J.D. Jones. Oh, you know, I went to middle school with him. He used to bully me. <laughs> oh, no. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I'm, yeah. I'm passionate, but yeah, no, he definitely was bullying me. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. no. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to have to snap on him. Like, bitch ass nigga, you used to bully my friend. No, no, no. It's, it's okay. You know, you know, I'm past all that shit now. But, I know. Uh, it's so crazy because it's like, you know, they were sitting on the breakfast club maybe about like a few weeks ago, maybe a month ago. Like, you never forget your bully. Like, but, you never forget the name of your bully. My bully name was Asia Malone. Yes. Yes. I actually seen her um, on Facebook one day, and I was like, wow, you look like a woman now. Like, you got, you, you ain't got the Jerry Curly on day. I was like, do you remember me? Like, we went to, I stole my thumb in school. You used to, like, pick on me. <laughs> Right, and that's what it was. It wasn't, like, it wasn't like he would try, try to, like, beat me up, but it was just like he would just always be talking shit, like, teasing. And, you know, now it's like I'm not the same person now, so I, I wouldn't have to come back. And then, you know, so I'd just be sitting there, like, straight getting teased, you know. <laughs> but, no. but, yeah. But you said, well, what happened when you met the girl, though? Um, No, she used to pick on me and, like, shit like that, and then one day, like, I, I had enough of it, and I was in, like, elementary school, and I stuck both my middle fingers up at her, like, when the bus, um, when the bus, like, rolled past, and then my cousin, and she was like, oh, like that, and then, like, the next day, like, she wanted to be my play mama, it was really fucking weird, so, um, <laughs> so, yeah, that's, that's how that, uh, that, that bullying ended, but anyway, so. Um, yeah, so, yeah, he, he, uh, posted on his, uh, Facebook page, like, a couple of weeks ago, maybe a month, a month ago, something like that, that he got a call to be, to audition, and he got to cut his, his chin, his facial hair off, and all of that stuff, because, you know, this, and, that, and that's crazy, because he announced that prior to us even knowing that there may be a Martin Lawrence reboot, so, clearly, there's gonna be one, but, um, Sorry that J.D. used to bully you, Jen. You know, be a dickhead. Anyways, so how do you feel about, you know, Martin Lawrence's reboot and the possibility of somebody that you know um, from Milwaukee playing his character? Right. No, I think it'll be really I think it'll be really dope. Honestly, I don't know if it's because I don't think he's supposed to share stuff like that. And I'm sure they look at social media. I know. So I doubt, so I doubt <laughs> that he's going to get the call back, but I think that is dope that he got auditioned. That just shows, like, where he's going. And maybe one day mm-hmm. we will get to see him, like, on a bigger scale. Um, because he is talented and his videos are funny. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. what's in the past in the past? Like I said, I'm I'm past all that shit, like, you know. Um, and I I try to support everybody from my hometown. Definitely. Anytime mm-hmm. I see people like my homegirls, you know, she has written a book. I bought it. You know, I shared it. You know, what I'm saying like really, we're really cool. Huh? Yeah, yeah. Um, you don't know her, but her name is Jackie Love. Jackie Love. Okay. I think her last name is Jackson now because she got remarried. Um, oh. but yeah, no, I I definitely try to um try to show love to everybody that I can. But um, but yeah, as far as the Martin reboot, um, 
I'm excited to see it. I, I do think it's going to be interesting now that Tommy's not on it. Like, how are they going to play that out? Like, are they they definitely should make another Tommy, but maybe they should just mention right. he did die, you know what I'm saying, show some sort of, like, homage to him, maybe, like, you know, favorite clips to him, you know what I'm saying, and, like, somehow write that into the show, you know what I'm saying, maybe him and Pam were, like, married, and now she's, like, a widow, you know what I'm saying, because I felt like that mm-hmm. was the direction the show was going, and as far as Martin and Gina, you know what I'm saying, I think it's, like, I wonder, as far as with the whole sexual assault allegations, like, are they going to make them a married couple? Did you know about maybe, Yeah, I knew about that. Like, he, he definitely, they said, what what the rumor was is that he, at one point, was dating, well, he was sleeping with um, Tisha Campbell. But he had a relationship with Tashina Arnold. When he was sleeping with Tisha Campbell, she started dating another person, and she just kind of like, you know what I'm saying, wanted him to leave her alone, but he wouldn't let it go. And that's how it became this big ordeal. And on top of it, he was on drugs, too. I think he talked about it a little bit, too, like in his stand-up, like he was on drugs really bad, and he did admit to, you know what I'm saying, making the girl, make, making the woman uncomfortable. But like I said, maybe, you know, years from now, years down the line, you know, I, I do think that the show was, was definitely the peak of both for their careers, and they're trying to make something happen. People definitely would be excited to see that. Um, but I, I think it would be interesting. Like, are they going to make them divorcees and maybe them both remarried or, you know what I'm saying? Because with all that happening, I think it's going to be awkward to see that whole chemistry and acting like they're still madly in love. You know what I'm saying? Right. Now that we know everything that went on behind the scenes. But I still I would love to see a Martin reboot, definitely. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Would you? Hell yeah. Um, yeah, I think that'd be good to see how they how it plays out. You know, get a couple episodes, you know what I'm saying? Let's see how many people they you know, how good they do. And um yeah, that's it, you know, keep it moving and you know, if it's good, keep bringing up the episodes. If it's not that good, then you know, shut it down. Just like they do with everything else. So that would be interesting to see. We just gonna have to see if it happens, y'all. See if it happens. Other than that, though, we're gonna go ahead and move on to the next topic. And this is according to VLATV.com. Reports surfaced on Friday that Jamel Hill was leaving Asshole Sports Center, which sparked rumors that she was fired. Jamel took to Instagram to address the rumors, revealing that she's taking a new job at Undefeated. Life sums at you fast, doesn't it? And while I am amused by the rumors that I was demoted, kicked off 16 Sports Center, or whatever else can be conjured, the truth is pretty simple and not nearly as dramatic. Not many people get to say they were a Sports Center anchor. So I consider myself lucky to have worn that title and sat in the same chair as many of the icons in our business. She added, I chose to work with the undefeated because I respect their passion, creativity, and storytelling. I have a lot of friends and people that I've admired there for a long time. I'm honored to now be on their team. That's so good. I'm happy for her. Yeah. I'm happy for her. Because she, she's been along. You know, she don't have to sit up there and deal with the mother that's, you know, trying to low-keyly get her out of her status for speaking her mind. You know, like, people have been coming for her for a while. And I'm glad that she finally is going to go to a place, hopefully, 
you know, she fit right in there, and she can make this career that she goes, you know, and stay there for, you know, a, a long time somewhere where she can retire from. And, you know, I, I think that she's also just so talented, so amazing. So I love the way she used words, like how she found it amusing that people, they thought she was demoted and fired. Like, please, it's, it's not that dramatic. It's, it's actually quite simple. I moved on, <laughs> and that's it. Right. So, so I, I really do love Jamil. She's amazing, you know. And yeah, I just, I just hope that this is the uh, the perfect home for her. Please do. Um, I agree with what you say. I, I do think that it's dope that she's left too. She can start. I think that her and ESPN they were getting to a point to where they just couldn't. They wanted her to be something or to be quiet, and it's just like mm-hmm. it's, obviously with her personality, she's just not a person that's just gonna stand by. You know what I'm saying? And if something's affecting her, not say anything about it. I know a lot of times uh, for a lot of even African Americans, if, if they were in the same position, they just would shut up and just play the role but she's not that kind yeah. of person. So I do think that it was best for her to have moved on. And I think now, because, you know, a lot of people, they, they don't really fuck with ESPN knowing they're, they're, they're mm-hmm. too used, you know, about, you know, the protest, the NFL protest or whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I I do think that, you know, wherever she does move to undefeated, I don't know where undefeated is, but uh, I definitely feel like she's going to get a large viewership and people are going to watch it specifically definitely. because she moved on. Absolutely. But, yeah. Definitely. I wonder what's and I think Undefeated knows on. that, too. You said what? I said, and I think Undefeated knows that, too. Yes. Yep. I wonder what's going to happen with her co-host, though. Like, is her co-host going to leave, too, or is she just going to stay with ESPN and, you know, move on with somebody else? I don't know what would be the best decision for him because he hasn't been vocal about everything. He's just been vocal about, you know, staying with her, you know, because they're like, partners in crime, you know, so, you know, I wonder what, what she wanted for him and if she wanted him to stay or if they are moving together for the show. But, yeah, I'm happy for her, definitely, definitely. Yeah, that would be really interesting to know um, because I wonder, obviously, I'm sure she kept him in the loop, you know, prior to getting a new job. Of course. You know, they're really good friends. Um, but yeah, you know, I just hope that because she's gone or she's leaving, they don't now, you know, start fucking around with her co-host because the co-host stood by her side every step of the way. That will really suck. Um, but yeah, all we can do is just see what happens and hopefully everything is smooth. The, the transactions for both of them. That's it. Should is there anything else you'd like to add to this? No, man. We can move on to that last topic. Or whatever. Or whatever. According to TSR, Monique is continuing along her campaign to spread awareness about hardships women of color face in the entertainment industry. However, doing so most recently, she stepped on a pair of toes that didn't mind kicking back. She Czech media personality, Roland Martin, claiming he has not contributed enough to helping women progress in the entertainment industry. The drama started when the Blackbird actress tweeted Martin informing him that she was about to hit the first circuit. She seemingly was speaking to bring awareness to her current predicament, where she is urging her supporters to boycott Netflix after being lowball in pay. In the same vein, however, she asked Martin 
why he had not been helping fight for equality when it comes to his sisters, to which the news one now holds wasted no time firing back. Monique, the fact that you are even asking uh, asking the question about what I have done to fight for equality and sisters show you, you don't know, he responded. I don't talk about it. I do it. Have done it my whole career. I don't need to talk. I put in the work. That wasn't all. He went on to expound on his initial comment in a series of follow-up tweets. It was a mic drop indeed. According to Hip Hop Wire, while Martin was never truly disrespectful, the breakdowns and replies were appointed and actually seemed to be sparked by a letter that he was sent to television host John Murray by almost by almost Christmas producer Will Packer that highlighted Monique was difficult to work with. Twitter called win of the chatter and had their own input on the matter. We've collected some of the replies and we shall add that Martin said since he's spoken privately with Monique and her husband, so there's no smoke. A couple examples of Twitter replies included from John Murray. What I know for sure, when you mistreat people and have people a tear also share their experiences with people, with the person you pick a fight with. And after hearing these stories, let's just say maybe the former Hollywood star's role in pressure really wasn't acting at all. Another person, his name is Karen J. Phillips, um, he wrote, Monique has now came for Roland Martin and Oprah. She is the perfect example of why the messenger is just as important as the actual message. What's your thoughts, Jen? Um... I don't know, like, really how to feel. Like, like I honestly, it's just like because I understand Monique, what she's saying behind it, but it does bother me that she is trying to use um, this whole, you know, which I do believe is true. Like, you know what I'm saying? Black, it is this proof that black women are underpaid. But you're trying to use that, that whole argument for your personal gain. You know, something that we don't understand. Like, you wanted more than 500000 but in all honesty, like, you're cold. You know what I'm saying? Like, people may I not also necessarily... heard that she actually got um, offered $3 million, but she refused. Well, that. I, don't I think that. I... Okay. Okay. Did you see that, though? I, I, did, I heard about that. I heard that she was offered, and then she came back with, like, she wanted, because what, what Amy Schumer gave or was given, um, she wanted a similar amount and they came back and told her, Well no, you know what, you can just say five hundred thousand or we done. Like I don't I don't believe that because I feel like she would have mentioned it because she does seem to, you know, talk a lot. Um mm-hmm. but I just feel like it's just she feels like it's her and her husband against the world and she's just missing the whole point and then the fact that she called out like Robert Martin for like being honest and even though I do get it because I mean You've heard of Roland Martin um, as being one of those, like, flip-flopping people, but he does. I, I feel like he's been more vocal, and he has done more to the black community than Monique has. Monique I agree. is one I of those people agree. that, yeah, and Monique is one of those people that sits on her soapbox and, you know what I'm saying, that she preaches, mm-hmm. but I've never really heard anything about, you know, her actually stepping up, her donating money, her donating her time. I just know that she talks about a lot of different issues on her podcast, you know. So um, I, I, I'm i disappointed in Monique, you know, and I just feel like she's further digging herself into a hole, 
You know, it's just like it's going to get to the point where ain't nobody going to try to deal with you. You know, it's, it's going to be everything. It's ultimately going to be on you. When you want to call special, you got to release that independently, you know, because no, you didn't fucked over Netflix, who clearly is winning mm-hmm. right now. You know, you got issues with Oprah, you got issues with Lee Daniels, you got issues with Tyler Perry, you got issues with all these other comedians. You know what I'm saying? You got an issue with Roland Martin now. Anybody that disagrees with you, you want to sit and argue back and forth with them. Um, and it's just like you have to be the bigger person, you know. You, it, it gets to a point, like, we understand what you're saying, but it's just you clearly, all these people can't be saying you're difficult just because they're all in cahoots together to fuck you over. Clearly, there's something wrong with this picture, you know. When they said that she was disrespecting the staff on almost Christmas, it's like, I can believe that. I, I really can't, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I don't know. Absolutely. I mean, what did you take? What did you say? I just, yeah, Monique just needs to, you know, I, I do, once again, I'm, I'm feeling, uh, you know, some type of way up on both ends. I understand that you were lowball, you know, but come on, because you were lowball, you had to come for, you know, people who have actually helped out the community, the black community, who's actually done things for the black community. And then, once again, like you mentioned, you're a hard individual to work with. You're stepping on toes. You're biting the hand that feed, that's been feeding you. And, like, I don't know, like, if it's, like, the fact that you lost a lot of weight and, like, you starting to feel yourself a little bit, like, but, like, just, like, relax some. Like, the world is definitely not against you and your husband. You know, it's just, it's a mess. And I think that she's just being real petty wop. And, you know, well, I won't say she's being real petty wop because she definitely should have gotten more money. But, okay, let's go and get a new venture. You can't, you're not going to sit up here for the next two and a half months and keep talking about boycotting um, Netflix. Like, because, you know what I'm saying? Like, they're winning. Like, you know, just shit. She could, I feel like she definitely still could have got a higher amount had she not come at them nasty and had she, you know, not went public with it prior to talking to them. That's my opinion on it. But, Roland Martin, I like him. You know, he he's, I listen to him sometimes. He snaps on bitches. So, yes. <laughs> I like him. Sometimes. Right. He had, I remember one time he had got Wendy Williams together. <laughs> yeah, yeah. HBCU. <laughs> you said what? Yeah, yeah. I seen that one. He went the fuck off. I was like, oh, yes. What is his name? <laughs> right. Okay. Yeah. Well, all right, guys. That's all. <clears throat> Excuse me. I almost choked off nothing. Um, That was all of our topics for the evening. <laughs> We're going to go ahead and go into that confession question of the day. So, confession question of the day. What would you like to see come back that you feel will be helpful in your community? Jean, would you like me to go first or would you like to go first? Um, I can go first. Um, okay. I would say what would be helpful is the, what, what I do see and I do appreciate, but definitely a reemergence of uh, the whole renaissance and, you know, black business owners and black businesses. Um I am seeing that now, low-key, you know, starting to progress. But I want to see where it's overall, where you can find the opportunity where if you want to go to a black-owned grocery store or a black gas station or a black clothing store, there are black boutiques, you know, I, I feel like pretty much anywhere. But as far as, like, 
real life stuff is necessities like black owned, you know, mechanics and convenience stores is I think it's something that I would want to see and I feel like it would be very helpful um for our community personally. What do you think? Yes, um I'm I'm definitely down or down for black businesses in the Renaissance, black Renaissance. Everybody uh, you know just being able to get the go inside the community and be able to buy something and don't have don't feel like you must go shopping at a Walmart or at a pick and save, you know, but be able to easily locate those um you know, those those maybe small, possibly big if we put our trillion dollars into it, businesses, those black owned businesses. However, I would also like to see older grandparents come back. <laughs> like these young kids I'm just, like, you know, they, like, I'm not trying to be, like, whatever, but I personally have a a cousin who is 38 or 39, and she has seven grandchildren, you know, and it's like, you know, it's crazy because the kids are having babies younger and younger, and instead of going out there and get educated, you know, I would love to see people getting jobs and, and getting educated and stuff like that, but it's like, damn. Like, I don't want to only see, I feel like it would be you having babies all the time. I feel like I would like to see people going out and enjoying more for themselves so they can benefit in the long run and help their family out. I would love to see things like that. I just know a few people that are looking to make a difference in their life, and it really irks me that, you know, people, they prefer to, you know, lay on and have all them old babies knowing that they can't take care of them because it's selfish as hell. And I'm not only talking about African-Americans or whatever. It's a whole lot of motherfucking white people that got like a trillion kids knowing they own, they own food stamps and they can't afford them. Like, it's crazy. Um, so I would like to see, in, personally in my community and in all communities, more people willing to go to college, more parents willing to, um, you know, help their kids. Uh, set them up nice so they can go to school and really influence them and let them know how important it is, but also for parents to get their shit together, hop off that high horse and get educated with some kids. I also have another cousin. She's in Batesville, Mississippi. Her son had came from Milwaukee doing the most, and then he ended up leaving, and she was already in school. She graduated from culinary, from culinary arts, and, um, and he went back to Mississippi, and now they're both just re-enrolled in school, him in business and her, and um, and something with dental assistant or something like that. I was like, yes, this was up. I guess she's like in her, her 30s or whatever like that, but this is what's up. Like, you know, like you and your son both in school together. I think those type of things are positive things, and they will be helpful for the community because when we have more of our people getting educated, we can do so much. We can run for those high-power positions, and we can change so many things in our community. So that's what I'm hoping for. I would love to see that, and I would love to see more people influence other individuals that aren't in their family but around their surrounding communities to get their shit together, get up, read a book, go to school, go to the library, do something positive. That's it. All right, you guys. Now we're going to go ahead and go into – well, we are well, we are confessing our love for this young evening. Jean, what are you confessing your love for this evening? 
So I'm confessing my love for it, and I know it's a little creepy, but it's just a really good show, and um, it's really informative, and I, I, it scares the shit out of me at the same time, but I can't stop listening to it. This is like the fourth week that I've been listening to it, but it's a really interesting podcast. The name of it is Atlanta Monster. I don't know if I talked about it on the show. For some reason, I feel like I have, but um, it is from the same producer of I want to say the name of the production. The production company is How Stuff Works. Um, but before they had a podcast called Up and Vanish, and it was about this beauty queen that went missing in Georgia. Her name was Tara Greenstead. And um, by them doing further investigation, like they reopened the case. And I don't, I should say, found the killer. Um, but it is now like a, it was a, clo- a cold case because she just went and disappeared, but now it's like they reopened the case. But um, with this one, um, Atlanta Monster, it is about these um, killings of young black boys in the 70s. And it was 31, I'm going to say exactly, the range from like 12, and, um, and it ended up to be like adult, middle, adult men too. And um, they ended up convicting this guy named Wayne Williams, who, I mean, he kind of, I can understand both sides of him getting convicted, but at the same time, it's just like, because the thing is, it's like, once he was arrested, convicted, the murder stopped happening. So that was like the whole issue, you know, and everybody really felt like he did it, but they still, besides him being in an area where one of the bodies went up, went missing around the time um, that they were like doing further investigations, there's really nothing that ties him to it. But he did do a lot of creepy shit. Like, he was trying to start a record label with, like, young kids. So they, they were saying, like, it's a possible motive. But it's a really great show. At the same time, it's it's so sad and it sucks that this is happening to children. But, um, you know, stuff like this I think is important because they are now saying that um, through that, like, maybe it was a, a huge cover-up because, you know, the FBI overlooked certain shit and they had to pin depending on, you know, this one person. But, yeah, um, Atlanta Monster, you all should definitely check it out. But definitely sound like something I'm going to be checking out. <laughs> yeah, no, you definitely should listen to it. It's scary as fuck. Like, I'd be scared as fuck listening to it, but at the same time, it's just like... Well, I watch Investigation ID, nigga, so I ain't no punk. Uh, nigga, I am, because I don't watch Investigation ID. <laughs> I be watching movies and videos of bitches getting chopped up, and I just seen this damn video. This woman, never mind, y'all. It's crazy, but uh, <laughs> it's crazy. What I'm confessing my love for tonight is okay. My natural headed women. I just want to let you guys know about this amazing product. I've tried it before a long time ago, but I also just tried it again this evening, and I just, oh, I just love it. So, if you all know me, I have really curly hair. Um, my hair is just really curly. It's not like a 4C texture, but it's just like really curly. Um, it's nice hair, like it's really nice, but it's just so curly that it's, you know, I just throw some products up in there, and it just, oh, it's just so damn curly. So I want my hair to be straight, but I don't want to go to the shop, you know, every other week and pay 50 bucks because um, the time that I get off work is late. I work all the way out in the 
you know, Mequon, which is like a 30-minute drive all the way from my house already. And on the weekends, y'all, I just want to relax, honestly. And plus, I work out, like, you know, six days a week. So it's really hard for me to, if I go to the shop, my hair will be back messed up the next day. So, yeah, I'm not trying to do all of that. But anyways, I bought this, this product again. I went to the store, and it's called Naturally Straight. And it is for women with curly, natural hair. Um, if you have a perm, you can use it too, but if you have a perm, there's really no reason to. So this is just amazing, guys. It's just really four steps. You use this cleanser, and you just cleanse all the crap out your head, and you, like, use it three different times. So, I mean, like, if you're in the shower, you just use it, or if you, you know, want to wash your head three times, you do it like that. I did mine in the shower. And then after that, then once you get out, you put this leave-in conditioner on, you wait 20 minutes, you just blow dry and flat on the hair. And I don't like it. This shit work. Now, I know many people, you know, I just got done. I use so many different things, so many different products. I put so much different shit in my head. And, like, I'm like, okay, well, is this going to work? I watch different YouTube videos. Is this going to work? None of that shit worked for me. None of it. And I even tried, like, to do this mask thing the other day. It said it was going to get my hair Indian clay mask. It was going to get my hair, like, really, really curly. It was, a, it was like a week ago or two. And it says going to, like, get my hair like, really curly, and it didn't do shit for my head. And I was just like, oh, like, it's not doing anything. But this works. And you guys know, like, how, well, you might not know John, But you know, like, how sometimes you might see somebody, and they trying to flat iron their hair, and their hair just still like a nappy nap towards the end of it because, you know, it's not it's not <laughs> just straight like it's supposed to be. Right. You know, it, yeah. it, it, you know you're not going to have a nappy nap. So, like, I strongly. If you're not trying to go to the shop, you know, every other day, and you want that straight hair that lasts up to, from four to six weeks, I would get naturally straight. It's literally like $7 at your local beauty supply store in the hood. Um, so, yeah, I would definitely try it. It is beautiful, and I love it, y'all. It, it got my hair in the back of these looking real nice. I'm going to grand finish in front of it. And I'll, make, I'll post a photo or something like that. I'll post a photo for y'all. Anyways, that's so. That's it. Naturally straight. <laughs> Get it. Is there anything else you'd like to say before we end the show this evening? No, we can go ahead and shut it down. All right, y'all. We shutting it down, shutting it down. <laughs> Thank you all for listening to our episode this evening. You all can expect to hear us next Thursday, February 1st. February 1st at the same time, 630 Central, 730 Eastern. We want to hear from you, so don't forget to like, comment, rate, and subscribe. Send those emails to us at confessionalnumber2fsg.com and tag us in the drama. This is your host, Angel Von Green. I'm your host, Dr. Dumbo, and you are listening to Good night, boy. Maybe the night that my dreams might let me know All the stars are closer All the stars are closer Tell me what you gonna do to me Confrontation ain't nothing new to me You could bring a bullet, bring a sword, bring a morgue But you can't bring the truth to me Alexa, play Kendrick Lamar and SZA Okay Maybe the night that my dreams might let me know 
With Amazon Music, a voice is all you need. Get tens of millions of songs. Download the Amazon Music app today. My heart skips skipping the beach and not close enough so that space between you and me, let's lose it. The way you're dancing, swaying to the music, girl, that body and how you move it. Every time you cross my mind, girl, I lose it. Alexa, play the Country Heat playlist. Okay. I think you know what you're doing to me, you got With Amazon Music, a voice is all you need. Get tens of millions of songs. Download the Amazon Music app today.